Welcome to the Wave and the Ocean podcast, a space for non-dual spiritual inquiry and decolonial healing. I'm your host, Nicholas, and in today's episode, we're going to be exploring the phrase, healing happens in relationship. What does it mean? What doesn't it mean? And more importantly, how can we apply it to our everyday lives? So let's begin. The dominant culture in Western society is individualistic. Individual freedom and self-reliance are among our highest values. I say this not as a value judgment, but more of a statement of comparative fact. Many of our deepest wounds occur in isolation and separation. Yet for some reason we think we can, or even should, solve our problems on our own. We're conditioned to feel weak, asking for support, relying on other people or institutions, or even acknowledging our obvious interdependence with nature. But despite our sincerest efforts to deny it, the truth persists. To be seen and held in community is a basic need, and we're not meant to survive, thrive, or heal alone. We are in relationship with all of life. And knowing this underlying truth, we're naturally invited to examine the hazy boundaries of what we call our self. Because if I can't do it all on my own, then I must include more than just me, right? In my spiritual tradition of Advaita Vedanta, a foundational practice is viveka, discernment. It's a persistent inquiry into the nature of the self, who I am and who I'm not. You may have heard this notion that you are not the body, that you are a spiritual being having a physical experience. Perhaps you even subscribe to it. But through consistent viveka with a qualified teacher, we come to not only accept that we are not the decaying body nor its racing mind, but also to understand how that's true. And this great remembering creates a fundamental shift in our being. Because if I am not my body, if I am separate from it, beyond it, and it arises within my awareness, then I must be in relationship with it. If you're not sold on this idea yet that you are separate from your body, that's okay. I intend to explore non-dual self-knowledge more in future podcasts, gradually and methodically as per my tradition. But for now, I hope you'll take this idea on faith, at least for the duration of this short inquiry. So if I'm in a relationship with my body, I get to choose what kind of relationship I'm fostering. I can seek connection, understanding, reciprocity, and compassion with my body, or I can control, judge, force, and extract from it. Just like in all my relationships, I can seek to relate or to dominate. And if my aim is right relationship with all my relations, what the great Andean mystics call Aini, then my body is just another arena to practice my skills. And from that awareness, healing begins to emerge. So now let's switch gears by taking a more practical approach to this idea of treating our body as a relative rather than a resource. Because these are beautiful words, but how can we apply them to our everyday lives? First, let's explore what it's like to be dominant with our bodies. For many of us, this might be our norm. So if that's the case for you, I invite you to try to be curious about it rather than be judgmental. When I'm dominant with my body, I take what I want from my body whenever I want, 
never giving back nor considering how my body will be affected by my actions. I force my body to do things it's not prepared to do, even if it's tired or afraid, etc., subjugating my body's capacity to my mind's desires. I seek to fix, improve, optimize, upgrade, and control my body, judging it when it doesn't conform to my ideals. I treat my body as a tool to achieve my ends rather than as a sovereign being with its own needs and experience. And I forget my body when I'm not using it for my ends, failing to check in on it and nurture our relationship with time and energy and give gratitude. Conversely, what does it look like to be relational with our body? I take from my body only what I need, reciprocating where I can and being mindful how my actions affect my body. I honor my body's capacity as distinct from my mind's desires, considering its needs and compromising where appropriate. I meet my body where it is, seeking understanding and connection through dialogue and curiosity. I treat my body as an equal partner and teammate, working with it to achieve a commonly agreed upon goal. And I check in with my body, learn to understand its sensations, show gratitude, and nurture our relationship with time and energy. Now, I'm no relationship coach, so I'll take my exit here and I'll leave it between you and your body to explore your relationship dynamic. Suffice it to say that, in my experience, the usual relationship cliches ring true. Communication really is key. Until next time.